While we were marching through Georgia, everybody swing your honey, swing your high and low. The Alaman left for the old left hand, around the ring you go. A grand old right to left walk on your heel and toe. Promenade that pretty gal to Georgia. This is a Moving Through Georgia Extra. Now, I am a huge fan of any type of storytelling and folktales. So, I am going to share with you a Cherokee folktale today. This is from a book in the public domain called Myths of the Cherokee. It's by a fellow named James Mooney, who was actually an ethnologist and had published this more as a report for reference purposes than for entertainment, but lots and lots of books, movies, and even some children's books use this book and these stories within it as a reference. It was hard choosing the one to start with, but I went with one about Tallulah Falls. It's called The Man Who Married the Thunder's Sister. In the old times, the people used to dance often and all night. Once, there was a dance at the old town of Sakwa'i on the head of Chattahoochee, and after it was well started, two young women with beautiful long hair came in but no one knew who they were or whence they had come. They danced with one partner and another, and in the morning slipped away before anyone knew that they were gone. But a young warrior had fallen in love with one of the sisters on account of her beautiful hair, and after the manner of the Cherokee, had already asked her through an old man if she would marry him and let him live with her. To this, the young woman had replied that her brother at home must first be consulted, and they promised to return for the next dance seven days later with an answer. But in the meantime, if the young man really loved her, he must prove his constancy by a rigid fast until then. The eager lover readily agreed and impatiently counted the dates. Now, I am just reading this as it is presented in the book. I am not going to point out any red flags here. However, this is just going to show that a relationship is not something to just jump into, all right? In seven nights, there was another dance, and the young warrior was on hand early. And later in the evening, the two sisters appeared as suddenly as before. They told him that their brother was willing, and after the dance, they would conduct the young man to their home, but warned him that if he told anyone where he went or what he saw, he would surely die. He danced with them again, and about daylight, the three came away just before the dance closed so as to avoid being followed, and they started off together. The women led the way along a trail through the woods, which the young man had never noticed before, until they came to a small creek, where, without hesitating, they stepped into the water. The young man paused in surprise on the bank and thought to himself, They are walking in the water. I don't want to do that. The women knew his thoughts just as though he had spoken and turned to him and said, This is not water. This is the road to our house. He still hesitated, but they urged him on until he stepped into the water and found it was only soft grass that made a fine, level trail. They went on until the trail came to a large stream, which he knew for Tallulah River. The women plunged boldly in, but again the warrior hesitated on the bank, thinking to himself, that water is very deep and it will drown me. I can't go on. They knew his thoughts and turned and said, This is no water but the main trail that goes past our house, which is now close by. 
He stepped in, and instead of water, there was tall, waving grass that closed above his head as he followed them. They went only a short distance and came to a rock cave close under Tallulah Falls. The women entered while the warrior stopped at the mouth, but they said, This is our house. Come in, and our brother will soon be home. He's coming now. They heard low thunder in the distance. He went inside and stood up close to the entrance. Then the women took off their long hair and hung it up on a rock, and both their heads were as smooth as a pumpkin. The man thought, This is not hair at all, and he was more frightened than ever. The younger woman, the one he was about to marry, although he had to be having second thoughts by now, then sat down and told him to take a seat beside her. He looked, and it was a large turtle, which raised itself up and stretched out its claws as if angry at being disturbed. The young man said it was a turtle and refused to sit down, but the woman insisted that it was a seat. Then there was a louder roll of thunder, and the women said, Now our brother is nearly home. While they urged, and he still refused to come nearer or sit down, suddenly there was a great thunderclap just behind him. And turning quickly, he saw a man standing in the doorway of the cave. This is my brother, said the woman, and he came in and sat down upon the turtle, which again rose up and stretched out its claws. The young warrior still refused to come in. The brother then said he was just about to start to a council and invited the young man to go with him. The hunter said he was willing to go only if he had a horse, so the young woman was told to bring one. She went out and soon came back leading a great Uctena snake that curled and twisted along the whole length of the cave. Some people say this was a white Uctena and that the brother himself rode a red one. The hunter was terribly frightened and said, That is a snake. I can't ride that. The others insisted that it was no snake but their riding horse. The brother grew impatient and said to the woman, He might like it better if you bring him a saddle and some bracelets for his wrists and arms. So they went out again and brought in a saddle and some armbands. And the saddle was another turtle, which they fastened on the Uctena's back. And the bracelets were living slimy snakes, which they got ready to twist around the hunter's wrists. He was almost dead with fear and said, What kind of horrible place is this? I can never stay here to live with snakes and creeping things. The brother got very angry and called him a coward, and then it was as if lightning flashed from his eyes and struck the young man, and a terrible crash of thunder stretched him senseless. When at last he came to himself again, he was standing with his feet in the water and both hands grasping a laurel bush that grew out from the bank, and there was no trace of the cave or the thunder people, but he was alone in the forest. He made his way out and finally reached his own settlement, but found then that he had been gone so very long that all the people had thought him dead, although to him it seemed only the day after the dance. 
His friends questioned him closely, and forgetting the warning, he told the story. But in seven days, he died. For no one can come back from the underworld and tell the story and live. I love this story, especially I love the imagery of this love-smitten Cherokee warrior who's in this cave with these two supernatural beings, and I'm guessing that he probably couldn't see a way out, otherwise he probably would have run for it as soon as they pulled their hair off and hung it up on the wall. And there they are telling him to sit on a turtle, trying to put snakes around his wrist. I mean, this was horrible. Now, this horned serpent, this Uktena snake, this has a big connection in Cherokee stories with thunder and with water. You'll see the word Uktena involved in a lot of names of Cherokee places, especially places on water. And the Uktena will show up in a lot of other stories. It's a great horned snake with a jewel on its forehead. And there are stories of Cherokee warriors taking that jewel and using it as a magical talisman. Apparently, the scales of the snake would serve the same purpose. It would mean good luck, it would mean prosperity, and you could also use them to divine the future. There are stories of Cherokee using objects that they believed were stones from the Uktena as late as about 1870, so it was a very long-lived story. I hope you liked it. I occasionally come across something that is quick that I just want to share with you, and I will put it out as an extra. We will have another episode posted on Sunday. That's the way we do it down in Georgia. Everybody swing your honey, swing your high and low. The yellow man left for the old left hand, around the ring you go. A grand old right left walk on your heel and toe. From an a pretty gal to Georgia. That's all.